0: Hey, you guys, it is seven o'clock on Wednesday. Happy hump day. I'm ready to dive into today's show. I have some things to say about some people that I don't like, so it won't be kind. Um, But I think we all will have the same things to say about the same people. So let's just jump into tonight's conversation. Hey, darling. Hey Bubbles, how you doing? And yes, I have no kind words to say for almost anybody except unless it's Finn or Douglas. (laughs) I want to say hello to everybody on YouTube as well. And if you're listening to this, please make sure that you like um, follow the show here on YouTube and share the link if you enjoy listening to us Um, because we want everybody to have fun. And darling, I think we're just gonna jump right into it because um, it's just me and you today, boo. For right now, on the mic, looks looks um, like it. I know Sanchez said earlier in a spaces that she might not be able to make it tonight, and if she did, it would be uh, probably late. I'm not sure about Cancan, and you know Sam's situation in Florida. So, yes, yeah. It might just be a quiet night with us and uh, Queen Libra in the comments and our dear folks over on YouTube. Well, we have plenty of people over on YouTube to keep the conversation going. Um, Shonda's here tonight. I think this is my first time seeing her, but if it's not, I'm sorry because a lot of people come and go. Um, Electra Storm is here. Vicky is here. Stefan is here. Um, Girl Louisa must be asleep because you know it's two o'clock in the morning in Germany. And Miss Queen Libra's here. So we got a party, honey. Sure enough. I don't even know where I want to start at because I am so very thoroughly disgusted with everything that happened today. Like my disgust meter was on 25. Uh, I must have cussed at the TV 100 times today. I'm right there with you because, first of all, every scene that was at Brooke's house with her, Liam, and Hope was absolutely infuriating. Um, I was absolutely disgusted about everything that took place there. Pretty much, honestly, it's not often that you get Brooke, Hope, and Liam in a room, but these days, Hope is the most, the the best person out of the three of them, and that's saying something. You know where I felt bad for Hope today? Oh here's Sam. Hey girl, come on. Hey in. Sam. Hi guys. <clears throat> you safe? Yes. Um I am in Clearwater and I'm trying to look out the window. Trying to see what it looked like out there. Oh, it's nice. Um, so you know what? Clearwater is going to get the least of it. I, I literally flee to the perfect spot in Florida. My home, my city. Is in the red. We're gonna get a lot of water, a lot of flooding. So I'm glad I got out of there. But where I am now, guys, I'm being treated like a queen. Okay. I'm being served, and I'm eating <laughs> nothing but the best steaks and salmon and whatever I want. <laughs> well, shit, that's good. To, that's good evacuation circumstances. Shit, better uh, than being listen, in a flea bag motel and eating Popeyes, girl. Girl, listen, it's one It's I that. Yeah, hey, that- 100% better than last time. So last time I was in Irma for nine days in my house without power. And this time I said, no way between here and hell. Mm-hmm. I'm fleeing to hot water and I got to the perfect place because clear water is literally going to get nothing but rain for a couple of days. And since they're so high, they're not even going to flood. But my city is going to flood. But fine, yeah. fine ain't no. Yeah. <laughs> but right now, I saw some of the pictures of the storm surges and Ugh. houses are underwater. And somebody posted on Facebook, like, this is a picture of my mom's house. I'm like, I hope that she wasn't one of those people that like talk about how they're going to stay in place and hunker down. Uh-uh. And be that that yeah, stuff gives me PTSD. Yeah, you can't hunker down when it's about storm surge and flooding. If they're talking about water, you have to leave. If they're talking about wind, you can hunker down. I hunker down for her because it was it was a wind thing for us. But this is a water event. I'm not playing with it. And then and then sometimes you can't even get you know have clean drinking water. There is no way between here and here. I have a um a fear of not having running water. Oh, yeah, they're gonna shut they're gonna have to shut everything off while the cities dry out. And that's going to take a minute. So when people, I think sometimes when people don't realize when you say something about, you know, staying and saying and riding the storm out, you're not just riding the storm out, you're riding the recovery process out where you will not have services. I did that during Katrina. And I did it for five days after Ida. Because I have people in my life who I won't leave behind and who don't listen. Oh, but their asses are listening now. So we're not going to have this argument anymore after what happened last year. Thank God. Shia, you good. Yes. Because look, if I tell you to come your ass home and you don't come your ass home, um, the best I'm going to be able to do for you is a of dish. <laughs> like That's I told right. my mama. Right. I will not get ready to go to Columbia and make my escape, if you're not coming with me, I mean, I'm going to miss you terribly, but I, I I, don't know what else I'm going to be able to do for you. This this place is getting ready to be turned more upside down than it is now. It's not going to get any better. No. Um, mm-hmm. be yeah. yeah. I had to leave and- my son there. He's 30-something, he's, he's and you know, oh, I, I, you. I told him, I said, listen, the power, I told him, he wasn't, he I don't know why he don't remember. I told him. Maybe I think because he left my house and went to and stay. Enjoy of those girls. two, enjoy two or three weeks in the dark, if not more. Right, and and I told, and literally, my power was the first to go out. Um, just like like I told him, he was like, "Y'all still got power?" I was like, "Yeah, I told you our power was gonna go out first. It's not about the storm. It's about living without electric. That's what that's what writing out the storm means for me. How exactly. long are you willing to live without power?" my answer zero days the south the south became livable because they invented air conditioning and i don't care if summer is over and it's about to hit fall it is still hot down here nine times out of ten and you try to hear in Christmas on christmas exactly exactly so you talking about you want to spend two three four weeks without power because that's what you're looking at and as for the poor people who chose to ride it out, I'm going to say it like my grandma used to say it back in the day. I hope your ass has an ax that so you can cut through the inside of your roof if you flood and it goes all the way up to your house so you can at least get on your roof because that's about what you need. That's right. That's Mm-mm-mm. right. So God bless those people. And I really do hope that they don't have a high mortality rate from this storm. But I just have a feeling that, just like with storms of the past, people, you know, they wanna stay. They wanna protect their they want to protect their homes. They they make decisions about the storm on information that was two days old that has nothing to do with what the storm looks like when it actually makes landfall. So, you know, bless them and I really hope the best for the, for those people. I, I mean, really if you ain't if you got insurance on your house, let that shit go. You can always rebuild. Um, you can always uh take that law. Do they do they do houses like they do cars and say, well, this is a total loss and you just need to scrap okay. it? Um, because that's what I would do. I, I got my insurance, I have more insurance on my home than I will ever need. But mm-hmm. I'm also of the mind that if some shit goes down, there's a tree, there's trees all around my house. So if some shit goes down and a tree falls, the most panicking I'm gonna do it, uh, is gonna be trying to find my phone to call Allstate and the tree service to come get this tree off of my house and for them to send me this chick so we can either get a new house or, I don't know, sell this one for scraps and move on. Whatever they do when your house is a total loss. That's what I would do. Um, mm-hmm. but they yeah, Um yeah. You a person. There ain't nothing that you're going to be able to do to keep the storm from tearing that house down if it wants to. Um, sure not. I'm a case but, you know, but that's the thing, guys. This is the thing. Um, I understand that calculation. I would just leave. But every place has their own version of a natural disaster. Um, Florida, I think I'm going to go with the hurricane um, 10 times over than all of them. Will I be living on the um, on the ocean? (laughs) No. But I would pick the hurricane over all of them, earthquakes, twisters, tornadoes. Um, skies, I, mean, yes. I know how to get past a hurricane. Get the hell out the way. <laughs> Wait exactly. for it to pass. That's, that's how you deal a, with a hurricane. You got you it. Don't I don't pick got a tornado it. every time, though, you guys. That's it, just my jam. I'm but you're a, you a tornado chaser. Um, right, yeah. I want to get out of the way. In them hurricanes, they, they give you enough time to get the hell out of the way. They give time. you literally you. months. You literally have months when they tell you that this hurricane is forming out here in the ocean. That is your first notification that shit might be headed your way. Pay attention. Once it starts creeping closer to like Jamaica and Cuba and the Bahamas and the Virgin Islands and all that little shit out there that's to the right of Florida, that's when y'all start to need to be start thinking, you know what, we might need to pack our shit and just, you know, mm-hmm. off the road a little bit. Every like, June we get a get a plan. We always have to get a plan uh, campaign. About make sure you have a plan for what to do if you have you need to evacuate for a hurricane, and that's been religion in Louisiana for I don't know how many decades. So, yeah, exactly. people know to have a plan, and a lot of times people be like, Well, I don't really know what to do, bro. You know what to do, you know what the choices are. You're either going mm-hmm. up to Natchitoches, you're going to Texas, or you're moving over to the right to Florida, Alabama because they're not in the cone. Make your and choice, listen. You three directions to me. And, and I don't even do that because Florida, the, our state is so narrow that it don't matter where in the hell you go, the, every city in the state is going to be affected by the hurricane, whether mm-hmm. a little bit or a lot. So I, I, I just literally like right You here, just moved to the going, area that has less just, damage. That's exactly. Good. I go to the place where it's been uh, known to be a safe place where we don't lose power for out for days. And, um, and, it's, and it's above ground It's not a flood mm-hmm. So that's my plan every year I'm so stress free with living with hurricanes Because I know I'm going to get a free vacation out of it um, Ain't that the truth I don't blame you uh, According to the maps, uh, Ian is coming for us Here in Tennessee as well Which means we're going to get a lot of the rains and the storms Of course I'm hoping for some Some spinoffs <laughs> Oh, you know, yeah, that, It dump. happened with Ida like that. Ida after it blew through here, it dumped all that water straight across the country and was flooding people in New York. Sure was. Yeah. 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 So we're gonna to get, to get to some of to it too. Up I, I looked at after it the on the that's right. I looked at the radar today and I was like, I'll be damned. It's um <laughs> like reading the the you know how it projects out and the bottom of it kind of opens up a little bit and it curves around and some of it comes um I guess that's, what is that over there? East Tennessee, from Middle Tennessee to East Tennessee, it's supposed to get like rain and stuff, but we'll see because it's still a couple of days. It might die down. Um, We don't even know. The jet stream might change it. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But um, this is kind of late season for tornadoes, but they're still possible. So I'm going to hold out a little bit of hope that we get something. I know yeah. I, I sound crazy. Everybody, oh, no, to like, this everybody, cool. hey, they got hurricane hunters. So I know damn well they got um they got tornado hunters. Shoot. Yeah, honey. Um, they make movies about the tornado chasers, so I don't know what they what the hurricane people do. Um, I, I, yeah, the hurricane people down here, Lakeland, Florida. That's what they mm-hmm. come, That's what they based that. Jim Cantone is. out there playing with his life for the 80th consecutive time. Oh, that is my baby daddy. I the, the, <laughs> when I met Jim Cantori, I thought I was going to die. And he's a little man. Like I was like, who I can pick you up and put you in my pocket and would nobody ever know. And they're looking at me like, is she really talking to Jim Cantor? Like, I am. This is my baby daddy. What you talking about you? You don't get to meet your baby daddy every day, okay? Well, yes, you can. If you do, I mean, <laughs> if, if it's your baby daddy, yeah. But this, well, was, you know, a tree branch almost took your baby daddy out from uh, here. <laughs> my, my watching Jim in these storms, like if you don't chain yourself to something, because he really is a pocket-sized man. I'm 5'9", and he's a couple of inches shorter than me. And it was just the darndest thing. I'm standing there like, you just titty high, ain't you? I could put you in my pocket. And they're like, "Um, nobody's ever talked like that in the National Weather Service Bureau before. Ma'am, are you okay? Yes, this is Jim <laughs> Kent You got to shoot your shot when you're shot. Uh, right. Hey, when this you is about you, you on the same page. I'm on the same page with you right there on that. Honey, if, it's, what I- if it's a dream come true? You're gonna have to shoot your shot some way, even if it's just a day. It, right?
1: It's
0: what it is. I'm really- there like <laughs> this man. I'm like, um, so you single? What you doing when the storm over? Mm. <laughs> you're gonna be flooded in that hotel. You might need something more than just these wet ass streets, Mr. Um, Kentori. You at the holiday end of the MCC. Well, he's gonna be at one of them strip clubs after the um. Um, after the ad moves on across the bay, he'll be at a strip club. Really? Well, but, but if they still even open, because they didn't close the Waffle Houses. And yep. Waffle House closes, that's it. That this a wrap. It's a wrap. When they started, when the Waffle House index came out, and they was talking about shutting them stores down across Florida, I was like, "Yep, this shit." It's fixing to be devastating. Jim Cantore is there, and the Waffle House. Waffle is house is closed. All bad signs. <laughs> Whatever you believe in, you might want to throw some extra money at it, um, because to <laughs> do some real damage. Okay, well, we didn't talk back to yeah, back to we've we've covered current events and natural disasters, but back to the show. So, Sam, I know you because of your news coverage. You didn't catch both, but were you able to catch it uh, later on? I did. I watched it on Instagram. Well, okay. good. Right. We pissed off together because yes, I don't know ma'am. To start with. So this didn't even happen on the show. But this was a fan theory that pissed me off today. And I was like, you know what? If they do this bullshit, <laughs> I'm done with the show. Mm. So um I don't want to get her name wrong because she follows me. Was and- it Elizabeth? Yes, yeah, it, it was it was Elizabeth. Elizabeth. She was like, What if Thomas actually did make the phone call? Using that voice app. And I sat there and thought about that shit. Like, you know what? That is something that they would do to throw Thomas under the bus. Because at the end of the day, only seven people knew about this incident with the knife. Liam just found out today. Mm -hmm. Um, Hope just found out today. Because they still on the same day, right? Yes. Liam and Hope just found out today. Uh, Steffi and Taylor talked about it today. Um, Thomas, um, and Ridge talked about it today. That's seven people who know. But you can't add Taylor and Steffi though. I didn't. Yeah. Taylor and Steffi know know. about CPS. They don't know about the CPS. part. about the knife right now. I'm just talking about the knife right now. Oh, okay. So only seven people know about the knife. Out of those seven people, five of those people have alibis. Taylor and Steffi were at Taylor's office talking about the knife. So they don't even know anything about the CPS threat, period. So they're Mm -hmm. completely off the table. Mm -hmm. Liam and Hope were in the office. Uh, Liam was chastising Hope. So we know he didn't call and she didn't call because she wouldn't call. And he was too busy telling her that she too (laughs) stupid to recognize the red flags flying in her face. Mm-hmm. Uh, and 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 Ridge was at the house with Douglas playing chess with The Apprentice and losing 67 to 5 them people got mm-hmm. alibis Brooke doesn't have an alibi because she left the office with her phone Thomas doesn't have an alibi because he told Ridge I'm going to so stay go here mm-hmm. and finish some stuff up and right. then I'm going to come back to the house so them mm-hmm. the only two people that we don't know what they where they were or what they were doing. We assume Brooke went to the CEO's office because that's the they ain't got but two offices in the building. And that's mm-hmm. where everybody goes when they want to have little secret <laughs> and telephone calls. So if Thomas was in the CEO's office, she wouldn't have been there because she would have ran into him and then we would have probably got a scene with her right. going, oh My God, I can't get any privacy anywhere. You're everywhere, Thomas. Bring Douglas home. We would have right. got something. So my fear now is that because we don't really know where Thomas was, is that it is possible because why would they even tell us that this app can mimic people so fucking perfectly that even a child, a little child can mimic an adult's voice. So my fear is that Thomas has sat there with this thing this app, and he has called CPS, pretending to be Brooke, so that his daddy will fly off the handle and be closer to pushing Brooke out of their lives. That's a risky gamble to take, though, because during the hell is even if you ain't doing nothing, he knows how Brooke is. So why would you take that gamble and put everything on the line for it to <coughs> come down to you being back to your old tricks again? Exactly. exactly. That's the thing. This is where this is the mind fuck. This is the twist that undoes everything and makes it a damn flop. That he's going to take the common sense out of it. Thomas is in the position of strength right now. Thomas is living with his um, granddad, with his son, with Hope's approval right now. Mm hmm. Thomas is, has his family and all supporting him, from Eric all the way to Zenday. Thomas's parents are getting closer and closer, and he is seeing it. Why would Thomas take his perfect life right now and throw it all away just to help Brooke end her marriage? Because everybody can see Brooke is doing a number on it on her own. So Thomas is so dumb. He exactly. everything positive in his life just so Brooke wouldn't have bridge. This is where the show jumps the shark thinking that they need to bring everything back to that. That's bullshit. That's absolute bullshit. Tom's gonna lose everything because he don't want Brooke to have Ridge. And she didn't have him for 35 years. This is bullshit. That exactly. I saw the same tweet that Bubble saw, and I thought the exact same thing because the thing is. This show has an addiction. Okay, they're addicted to two things. They're addicted to villainizing Thomas. They have been doing that since 2019, and they're also addicted to covering Brooks' ass for any sketchy shit that she does to make sure that she is not held accountable for nothing. Uh. When you. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, when you combine those two things, it makes you it it makes you question where the story is going, because Sam said it and Bubble said it. It makes no sense. Brooke is busy torpedoing her marriage just fine. Nobody has to do a damn thing to wreck bridge. Bridge is wrecking itself just fine right now and it needs no assistance no help alongs no pushes from anyone it's all going down the tubes just because of who Brooke and who Ridge are Taylor so for them hmm? Taylor hmm? even said that the other day that if, if 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 her Brooke's marriage is fucked up and in trouble she ain't got nobody to blame but herself she's doing it she's doing it Correct. And instead, he oh. repeated it, that if Brooke continues to um, tell Bridge that Thomas is a bad father that can't parent his son, it's going to push him away. We all agree that Brooke is wrecking her own marriage. Thomas need not lift a damn finger. He ain't got to do nothing but breathe exactly he doesn't need to he doesn't need to entertain her with conversation he doesn't need to humor her with kindness i would be talking to this helper so funky she would be crying out of both of her eyes why like he did did did. like he did Right, yeah, why are you up in my granddaddy's house talking about bring this back? Where's your other damn um grandkids at? Ain't you got a black grandbaby somewhere you need to be checking? Around? I know. Go 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 worry about what the hell Logan doing. Go worry about what the hell Lizzie doing. You got a whole couple other head of grandchildren to be concerned with, bitch. And that's what Thomas told her when he said, Oh yeah, all your other kids are gone. They ran away from you. Hope is the only one that stay. Thomas is owning her ass, like we're saying. Thomas need not do nothing. He, he right now, can tell Brooke to fuck off, and he and nobody will uh, mumble a damn word to him. So uh, why so well. we need to throw everything away just to make sure that Taylor gets Ridge? This is what's pissing me off. It's all this, so Ridge will choose Taylor. That ain't even a choice. Mm -mm. makes no sense it makes no sense and the thing is if they go that route if they go that route i'm sorry i'm with bubbles on this one i'm gonna be so pissed off i'm not gonna watch because it's gonna be Mm -hmm. like we because all of this all this is gonna be is further confirmation that we cannot get a decent story for thomas ever in life not just thomas um they making a fool out of taylor Mm-hmm. Making a fool out of Steffi and Finn, by extension. Um, throwing Thomas completely under the bus. Eric has yeah. taken Thomas' side. Even Zenday is like, yep, the family is coming together. So they would throw the whole damn Forrester clan under the bus just so that Brooke can have a, a story to be reunited with her destiny. For the billionth time in a row, it for them to add insult to injury because Hope already had Douglas one hundred percent. They're gonna take him from Hope just to give him give him back with one hundred percent custody and the one hundred percent sole custody she had before, physical Problem. custody she had before. Probably mm-hmm. end up losing no. kid all to So okay. then we need to here at drinks to the day after, need to have a contingency plan because at which point I still would like to convene and talk about my soaps because i still will watch general hospital in days of our lives to drink to after um the soaps girl i'm down the damn days of this point um because general hospital i don't care anymore about general hospital unless this hook uh assaulter only one person is dead so it's not a serial killer only this if this hook assaulter does not turn out to be some combination of esme ryan and rory working together i don't give a fuck about general hospital anymore i don't care who trina daddy is i don't care about truck nuts i don't care about nina and and sunny i don't care about big hair curling her big head kid i don't care about uh, <laughs> Asha. i don't care if they bring brando back i don't care about cam i don't care about what is his name? The other fan? I don't care about. I don't care about none of them bitches. Nobody. None of them. They can bring um, Franco back from the dead. I, I, Roger Hayworth ain't been on this the this, this screen in almost a month. I don't even care anymore. So right now, the only thing that's holding my interest is Days of Our Lives and Hulu. And if Days of Our Lives fuck around and fumble the bag, I guess we're going to be starting talking about primetime shows because I'm going to be... Confused. I guess so. We go, that, that, That's what we're going to come down to because we're going to have to start picking some other show, shows to talk about. I think no. that Ron Car- Carlevati is going to keep us with something to talk about on Days. If we all can agree on Days, I don't have no mm-hmm. issues. Yeah. That must I, be what I, it's going to be going with Days because... I feel like Ron understands, and now that it's streaming, he is really going to give his fans what they want. I heard Katie been showing her ass. I saw Katie, I got caught up up until about the 28th, if I'm not mistaken, on days. Um, and I love the binge effect on um, um, uh, what's it called? Peacock. Mm. I am loving the fact that. Um, I can get all my days back to back being uh, I don't even know if I got commercials. I think I got commercials that don't even seem like commercials to me seems to fit right into my life. So um, I am all in two days and I believe that Ron is going to give us what we need. And, and Katie McLean showed her ass when Gwen um, caught her with them pills. I heard that she further showing her ass even after that. So um, I have to get caught up on days while I'm on vacation. What so I done you know ta- how that is. That's Katie. Katie always gonna show her ass. What I done told you about Katie, motherfucking McLean, honey. She don't. She's not coming out of the house to be basic. B- bitch, well, say it one more time. B. Katie, motherfucking McLean is not coming out of the house to be basic. Correct. The Katie motherfucking Emmy-winning McLean, It's yes. not fixing to roll out of her bed, beat her face, and drive uh-huh. to work to be average. No, no, ma'am. She no, is ma'am. The best recast since Krista Allen. I don't Indeed. care what nobody yes. says about uh, what the uh, Melissa Reeves. Okay, girl, you had I, your I it. She's for the birds. I never liked her. Honey, Katie McLean has made me forget that Melissa Reeves originated. It is her. Jennifer Rose? <laughs> okay. Listen, I said, when I seen Jennifer Rose standing up there with all her blonde weave all the way down to her waist, uh reading a motherfucker, I I stood there. I said, You go, bitch. <laughs> you go. Let I stand me you, okay? Is one. Yes, honey. That was the best decision that they made was letting um what uh, uh Girl, mm-hmm. go, on, go on back to Nashville. You know, she lived right up the street. Go on, back I know to- she do. I Amy. know, I know that I knew that, oh. I knew that she had to be best with them. Go go on, go on down there and stay in Nashville. And we're gonna have the motherfucking Katie McClark up here. And she's gonna, she's probably gonna bring us another Emmy girl. I heard, so, this. I heard so. that her performance mm-hmm. over the past few days with um, um, Marcy Miller, um, um, um Abby's Ghost. I, I am hearing things about it, honey. So that's why I'm saying I am definitely gonna catch up. Because I'm hearing Katie out there doing things. T-H-A-N-G-S. Uh she doing all the things. Yes, all honey. Things. All the things is what Katie McLean is doing. Um, I I I've been drinking her bath water since Dixie Cooney. Okay. You yes, me too. And Rosetta Cabot showed up. Rosetta Cabot. Yes, ma'am. A yes. Cabot. All the water. Now what who was her man? Was it Craig Munkum? Yes, it Craig. Yes, Montgomery? she was married to Craig. Um now wait a minute. Now, on one of them shows, wasn't she on the show with Roger Howarth? Why um, am I um why am I see wasn't yes, because was, Rosanna had to be on that show with yeah. um Roger as, Howarth. as the wild terms. yeah. That's, he that's was the right. Was that's it, right. That's right. Isn't Roger Hayworth? Wasn't he um he was in oh, Paul God. Ryan? He was Paul Ryan. Paul That's Ryan. Paul yes, he was. A, you're Friday right. Was. He was the second Paul Ryan. Yes. And I've been wanting him to come. be my husband since being honey. I've been wanting him to be my husband since Todd Manning, actually. I'm going to be real honest. When, when Todd Manning attacked Marty Saybrook, I was so fucking torn because he was horrible. But he was so hot. And I was like. He was. I was like, I don't think I'm supposed to be having these torn thoughts about fucking rapids. I think that that was his appeal. I think that every woman felt that way about Todd Manning. The type of man that you ain't supposed to feel safe with, but you can't help that he turns you on. And then they put that damn scar on his face. Yes! Oh, baby! You bringing back some good memories. I'm not even old enough to be having these kind of thoughts about Todd Manning but i'm i'm i'm, I'm oh todd, todd manning <laughs> todd manning was a character todd manning oh. was a character among characters and roger howarth embodied he man let me tell you i still will drink his bath water oh i don't care if roger Howarth come back 10 motherfuckers on gh i'm gonna stand all of them yes i do like austin too you know what though oh. If it ain't Esme, Rory, and and Brian, who is also uh, Katie McLean's husband in real life, and was also at one time um, her husband over on the, As the World Turns, correct? Um, John Lindstrom. John Lindstrom. Yes. So if if it ain't them out here doing it, I would hate to believe that it was Austin and that man because you know they were out there talking before Carly got attacked. Not Carly. I keep calling her Carly. Ava. She was on, in Springfield. Yeah, Ava. So when Ava got attacked, I was like, well, he ain't really got no reason to attack Ava, but they were out there close to where she was. I'm not understanding. And so then he disappeared, and ain't nobody said nothing about Austin. He's supposed to be dating Maxie. Now, listen, especially if they got some kind of chemical or drug on the hook, um, mm-hmm. especially if it can't be detected, a doctor would be the type of person that would be able to concoct some kind of a chemical that can't be detected, Right? But they still don't know why, Oh, um, what's his name, dad? What's his name? Brando. Brando. Yeah. They said that they did, they did figure out that there was something on that hook, but they don't know what, right? That's, that's what all I mean. Yeah. So really, but you know what though, that's a come I have brought up, um, Peter and them phasons. They always fooled around in them kind of, um. Um, didn't wasn't them the ones that always fooled around with toxins and stuff? Nine times out of ten, yeah, the Casodines were more into world domination shit than you know poisons. Uh, the The phasons were kind of had like this Borgia thing going on for a well, while. Well, who was the one with the poisons? Who was who was the one that gave that toxin to um Chase? Oh, who was goodness. behind that Chase
1: loves toxin?
0: Loves that. Wasn't it um? Oh, the, it was, was, my time. It was Peter. It, that's what I keep what, telling, I I telling you I keep getting Peter vibes when I hear about this mass murderer in GH. I swear, I keep getting Peter vibes. And you know what? I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. No, I'm not sorry. If Peter um, August came back to GH, I will be on it every day, it, on my damn lunch break. Because guess what? I love. Peter August. I love the way he loves uh, to villain. When I say he loves to villain, I think he gets a heart on when he's villaining. And I love a villain that loves what he does. Mm. So, well, I mean, I will say this much. At this point, I feel like, how do I put it? Everybody gonna be so pissed off at Peter come back, they're gonna try to kill his ass again. But the thing is, that's the thing about GH. Real villains never go on the first try. That's just or the second or the third. that's just not how g h villains are built they're the closest model we still have left in the soap in soap them of how to build a proper villain and not let them actually end up dead because they look dead so so I'm not gonna say you're wrong, you're probably probably pretty close to the truth, well, yeah, because at this point we only have four soaps left now, who's mm-hmm. the oldest soap villain of the soap villains that are still alive and left um uh, we know G.H. has been around for 59 years. Uh, Both uh, 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 Dave's been around for 55, um, 55 for Y R and r and 35 for Bold and Beautiful. All the good villains are dead. The, lo- the oldest yeah. villain right now is Sheila Carter. Original villain no, right now. No, we going to be one You serious? You serious? But, yes. G.H. doesn't have a villain right now that was around in the 80s? I mean... Let's see. Is Helena dead? Helena I, dead. I ain't been on. I ain't been on. I ain't been on. Okay then. Yeah. Helena's yeah, castanet. She did. Didn't they have her? mom? Yeah. Um, she was at Luke's funeral on tape, right? That was well, yeah. Like, then wasn't then, that then that that's it because they because they killed they killed, they all most, uh, most of the old castanet villains are dead. Stavros is gone. Helena is gone. Uh, Cesar, Faison yeah. is gone. Yep. So. Caesar. Yeah. So that's pretty you much it. So we only Cassidy. got new villains on G.H.? Well, no. Victor Cassidy was created in 1981 by um Tal Pingelis, the guy that plays Tony DiMera on, oh, on Days of Our Lives. Yeah. But oh, now, really? So Ty was a writer? No. He, he was the originator of the role. Oh, stop writing. it. Okay, okay. And so now, um Charles Shaughnessy, who used to be um fucking um oh god what was his somebody name, name was on Days of Our Lives? He was he was, um, he was on he was somebody um on Days of oh Our Lives because he just did the Peacock Street. Yes, uh, hold on a second. Um stop talking. What was his name? Oh my god. What, what was he, he Shane? Shane, thank you, Shane Donovan. Shane Donovan. So he is a new actor in the old role. So Victor Cassidyne is the oldest. Is the oldest villain right now, but not the original actor. Sheila mm. Carter is the oldest villain played by the original, original portrayer. Okay. So, you know, Brad Bell has the luxury right now of having the villain... Because let's, let's keep it real. Sheila has been on all... Well, not Sheila. Kimberlyn has played on all the remaining soaps. She's the yep. Wait a mm-hmm. minute. No, she wasn't on Days. No. Nope. G H. she was on G8. YNR, and Bold, but not Days. Right. So as Sheila, though, she has been on YNR and Bold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now is the time. Because right now, I can assure you guys, I'm, I, I, I was tweeting it earlier, too. I am already losing interest and um, Thomas, Hope, Douglas, Brooke, um, Ridge, Taylor. A, because I already can see that the stakes are going are low because it's all going to boil down to Brooks' destiny, which is so weak when we're talking about Thomas and having custody it's, of his son. Yeah, that, and we don't trust the show to handle this properly, to actually let the chips fall where they may and let people who want to do shitty things actually be responsible for the shitty things that they say they want to do. Right. Instead of, um, they create, they they, they they basically create a, uh, a situation and an atmosphere of negativity and then sit there in it and, uh, and, and just wait on everybody else to respond and react to the negativity so you can sit there and then play the victim. But I just, I'm not going to be interested in it because at the end of the day, what's the point? We just going to end up where we started um, on new year's Eve. Well, all I know is this much by next Friday, we're going to have an answer to this question. Cause Taylor going to have her ass in Aspen. Ridge is going to be and run his ass to Aspen. And also Ridge will have, um, got, next week he will have investigated to try to find out exactly what happened with the CPS call and that spoiler about, you know, Rich Hart's breaks when he finds something out. So we're going to see because my thing is if it starts to turn toward that, the worm starts to turn in the direction of, okay, so yes, the call came from the call was that, uh, yes, the caller was identified as Brooke Logan. She's the one who made the call. We already know that it's not going to be that simple and that they're about to throw Thomas under the bus. To which, yeah, I'm going to be like, mm hmm, y'all keep doing that. Maybe I'll come back in six or seven years if y'all haven't been canceled by them. Because, yeah, you no, know, y'all on some bullshit. So, mm-mm-mm. yeah, I'm not interested in them doing anything else negative to Thomas. No, is it? Because to me, it's like this if that was the case, why the hell did they bother with the semi with the semi redemption of him getting Bill and Liam out of prison? What was because, the point? Because because um, it just proves that they care nothing about Thomas's characterization as a character. They will mold, make him whatever he needs to be to fit whatever the plot is for whoever story he has to be in. Hmm, probably, and that leaves right. us with something that we don't want. We got something that is um, that lacks form. It has no characteristic. It's a shape shifter. So we cannot invest in it. Mhm. Well, we're going to see. We're going we're going to know they're not going to be able to keep that particular secret under wraps because it's already Wednesday of this week. So pretty much by Friday of next week we I'm I'm more than certain we will know who the hell called the, was responsible for the CPS who done it, and we'll know where to go from now. But by, about today's show, I will say some things that happened that were. Well, first of all, one almost nobody made a good impression on me. I was mad at almost everybody except for Douglas and Finn. That's about it. It's the Douglas, Finn, and Steffi. Everybody else just pretty much pissed me off the whole show. Because one, the toxicity of Brooke and Liam is just off the charts. Oh, my God. They were talking to Hope like they were her parents. Okay, so you've gone over to your little friend's house, and you say that your little friend's house is safe, but your mom and I haven't seen these things for ourselves. So, I mean... We have to kind of take your word for it, but we really can't trust your word because you are easily distracted by shiny things. So you really don't know what you're saying here. You should just do what your mom and I tell you to do and bring Douglas home. Like they are really talking to it and it's so frustrating to me because she's a grown ass woman and she's just sitting there and you can see that she's doubting herself. Like she's been there. And she she, she, she what's going on, but they got her um, having these doubts come up. And she's still going to defend Thomas because she has seen what she has seen. She popped over on a surprise visit. Liam could have went with her then. She popped in on a surprise visit. Nothing nefarious was going on. Like, what do they think he's going to be doing? Throwing axes and, and snorting coke off of Donna's ass? (laughs) <laughs> like, what do they think is going to be going on at this house, at Eric's house that was to be putting him in so much danger? Like what? You know what? It was very, very um, telling to me because when um, Brooke and Hope were sitting across from each other, and Liam essentially sitting in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. I, I, the, that optics right there for me stood out. That positioning. Stood out for me, but anyway. yes, it did. It did stand out. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Brooke and Liam are one hundred percent on the same accord. If Very she, much if so. he throw, if he pitches it, she is hitting it out of the paw, and vice versa. They have their game down, and she hope. <clears throat> Is sitting there allowing them to tell her that they haven't seen for themselves that Thomas is that Douglas is good. Only she's seen it with her own eyes that Douglas is good. Did y'all get that? Yeah. yeah. That's what oh, I yeah. was so Say it. They um they are treating her like she's some. I don't know, like some child who can't think for herself. Right, but it's even worse than that. It's, yes, it's even worse than that. It was more like they're treating her like a child that they are still teaching lessons. Yes. Um, Like, it was literally to me like those two were parents doing a talk to or a dressing up or down because they weren't really, to me, I don't think harsh, but they were I would say, how was the? They were talking to describe? her like she had the. They were talking to her like she had cognitive problems and does and don't understand the truth. Right. But even more sinister, though, if you take away the sadness of it, to me, it even seemed a little more sinister because those two... Oh, you sound um, like me, Brooke, Sam. They. It seems so sinister because Brooke and Liam seem to be even unwilling to consider. That maybe Hope is smart enough to be able to tell that Thomas is slipping back into his old ways. It's it's even it's so sinister to me. I, I just it's really weird. You, he you know, you heard what he told her today. Oh, but you said this before. You you said this before. You know we've done this before right and he said that yesterday too remember when he said he don't want oh you you said that before about he's making strides and then he said i don't want to go through it again so uh, yesterday um and today liam and brooke are and that's what i said yesterday brooke ain't on the island by herself no she's not liam is firmly on brooke's island this in 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 Thomas is gonna be hope supporting the storm. But the catch is that once all this falls into play, we will find and we will see, whether it's by flashback or whatever, that Thomas made the CPS call. So lives, it so this is where I'm gonna throw a prediction at tonight. You know it's gonna change tomorrow because that's how our soaps are. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, this the chips may fall exactly where they won't all want, exactly where we want them to fall right? Uh-huh. Um, we think Brooke calls CPS, Ridge dumps her flat out because he just can't take it no more. He runs and chases Taylor. Taylor says no. Taylor comes back without Ridge. Ridge moves into the mansion, woos Taylor. Um, uh, <clears throat> Brooke is Hope is mad at Brooke and thus also mad at Liam because Brooke and Liam are like relentless uh, dogs and they won't let it go. And she's going to be forced to Seek safety in Thomas's arms. Once we see all this play out and Thomas has hope exactly where he wants her, then the fl- the script is going to flip and it's going to show and prove that Thomas made the call after all. Hmm. If they do that, they ain't got to worry about me no more. And I kind of think it's they're riveting, and they think that it's going to be a riveting soap opera. They think hmm. that it's going to be riveting, like it's. A- we have been seeing Thomas get thrown under the bus every season since 2019, when the character was recast. So I, so no, I don't know. If to anybody who happens to be listening, if anyone's out there who's listening, who actually has something to do with the show, with production, or how these decisions are made, let me tell you. In any un um, uh, 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 to make sure this is very clear. There is nothing fascinating about someone, getting, specifically Thomas, getting thrown under the bus or to self-sabotage his own life for absolutely no reason that makes any logistical sense on screen just to keep Brooke's hands from getting dirty. Because that's exactly what it's going to look like. You will (laughs) never be able to sell to anyone that Thomas did this to get Brooke the hell out out of his father's life and out of his family's life that he endangered his entire setup with his son, his legal rights to his child that are his and that he is in no danger of losing at this point just to get rid of Brooke who's been sabotaging her marriage by herself all damn year long. And get this, darling. Get this. You and I and um, Bubbles and everybody in YouTube and in the yard we all have watched and witnessed that Thomas hasn't done anything wrong. Now, if some may say the knife incident, because they put, they set that whole knife incident up just to divide the fan base. I'm going mm. to throw that one out as a gimme. Um, so let's just even throw that in. Let's say he hasn't done anything bad until the knife for all these years. Um, Thomas hasn't been doing anything bad. So, just like, just like J. Matt said, he said he doesn't believe. He says he thinks that um, the crazy is behind Thomas. At least he hopes so. Remember, mm-hmm. this right here is if Bale thinks that this is going to be so riveting because lives will change. Brooke gonna lose Ridge. Taylor gonna get Ridge. Um, uh, Hope and Liam gonna fall apart and grow distant. She's going to grow pro- closer to Thomas. Um, Brooke is gonna cl- grow closer to Liam, and all that's gonna happen. And we see that these is this is already happening before we see mm-hmm. if there's any trick that, that has been made, even before the CPS called in the knife, right? Mm-hmm. But they're going to flip it like now the only reason why any of those things happened is because Thomas made the call. They're going to pretend like everything that was going on prior to CPS being called um, is the reason why um, Brooke and Ridge having all these troubles. And we already know that Brooke and Ridge been having trouble since New Year's Eve, right? Exactly. Ridge ain't been wearing his ring since then. But they're Precisely. going to backtrack it and give us the mindfuck that the only reason why Ridge and Brooke broke up was because Thomas called CPS and pretended it was Brooke. All that other stuff that we've seen happen up until that CPS call, um, Brad Bell is going um, to man try to mind fuck us on Mm-hmm. Well, I hate to say this, but I think Dollar Bill is our only hope now. Whatever he tells Brooke next whatever he tells Brooke next week is going to let us know if, if, if we're going down this route that none of us want to go down and if we are, well you know what that means. No move, we won't. No we won't know next We We don't necessarily have to know next week as well. I mean well if it turns mm-hmm. out that the person who called wasn't actually Brooke or someone impersonating Brooke I mean. Yeah because you guys um put Bill up, which I get because maybe she called him. But I don't agree with it being Bill. Electra Storm mentioned it earlier that Bill would be the eighth person. But we cannot presume that Brooke called Bill and told him. We know- but we know that Bill talked to Liam because Liam said his meeting was pushed back. Well, yeah. The only reason I have Bill on my list is because these this, these cuts that they're doing, where people are leaving and coming back, and we're not actually seeing any of this, makes me suspicious about the and about about the flow of events, about the time that's in between. So you know, no, well, we don't have anything solid on it. But yeah, in that time in a, in a series of flashbacks. Yeah, so that's really the only reason he's still on my list. I feel like Bill would do something bigger than calling CPS, though. I don't know why, but I just feel like if he was involved, I feel like he probably would have gotten somebody's face or something. But he has been Loganized. But this, you know, doing this seems like petty bitch shit. But they did count- Well, he had. Well, he been licking Brook Brook Brook's uh, boots lately, so that's kind of right up his alley for petty bitch shit. Though now, <laughs> <what> <laughs> Bubbles have been saying the whole time she thinks the bill is a red herring. He has been up in him, but she has been pretty consistent. She thinks he's a red herring. But if he's but, he is going to deliver some news. I think it's going to be simply he's going to tell. Brooke, that Taylor and Ridge, that Taylor at least is in Aspen, or Ridge went to Aspen. She gonna let she gonna key in somebody on Aspen. He gonna key in Brooke on Aspen. Right, maybe because I, I do. I am curious about what the surprising news is. Because even if it clears Brooke that Bill did it, it still looks bad. Because why are you running around telling everybody that Thomas uh, was being threatening with a knife? Like, why would you, why would you, because it's Brooke, of course, but it, to me, the bill just don't fit in the equation. He feels like a square pig and we trying to put him in an oval hole. I could be wrong, but. No, 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 it's, no, You, I don't think you're wrong, wrong. I just think it's, it's the way that they have left this open to the point where we really can't tell who the culprit is, and it's just that what the only thing we own or we're all pretty sure of is that the show is gonna get Brooke out of this somehow. We just aren't clear on the how that they're gonna come up with some sort of excuse for why she's not the one, she's not she's not the person who did it. And tomorrow, and the thing is, Brooke has a very specific look on her face when she's lying. So on that phone call with Ridge tomorrow, where she answers his question about whether or not she did it, we're going to know if she really did it or not, because her face is going to show whether or not she did it. Y'all, mm-hmm. the today, go ahead. Um, I'm a little bit sick. I just saw something horrible that just came across my feed. Yeah. you sick? Y'all, don't, coo- I got a sensitive nature, so if it's disturbing, don't tell me. I go put it on you or something. No, Coolio died, y'all. Oh no! Oh no! Well, wait. No. Coolio. As I walked through the valley of the shadow of death, I that said, I cannot, cannot even believe it. it. And realize there's nothing left, cause I've been. Yes, honey, he was 59. That's what I was getting ready to say. Coolio ain't that? I didn't think Coolio was old. Y'all, well, we don't, we don't seem to, um, have, a, um, unfortunately. Longevity? Right. Um, my, especially the women in my family. It's just, that's like how come I think I'm as wild as I am because I know that tomorrow is not promised. I mean, seriously. So, yeah. I, 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 I hate to hear this kind of news because, you know, it just brings, brings in, you know, that, um... It makes me sad. Yeah. <sighs> that, that that's that's this september has really been slapping me in the face um i ain't need no more slaps in the face thank you very much Like it's always something child right it's always something always he had a heart attack mm. yeah i'm reading they said it was cardiac arrest and he was and it was he was he was, he was pronounced uh dead at the scene Oh, God, well, well, I really feel for him and his for his family. Mm-mm-mm. Well, bless those people. We getting older. So the older we get, the people that we grew up with are getting old, too. And... I mean, I guess it's partially because it's like the last the last person who passed that was, you know, of note was the queen. But you ain't know, nobody really say anything to say about that. Not just because, you know, people have different opinions about the queen. She was all as hell. So it was like, okay, she she old. Who was surprised? She was ninety fucking six years old. Exactly. Surprise. Nobody, her days was high on the land, honey. You got all the life you could have possibly asked for. Nobody, it was like you got all the time that you could have possibly ever needed. Nobody had any complaints about that. So it was like time and a half because she was a privileged old white colonizer who had the best of the best lived the best of the best life, ain't never had the want or for nothing, probably didn't even wipe her own ass, um, if you really get down to it. People are surprised that she's dead. Yes, yeah, she's been with us for a long time, and so has Coca-Cola, but this too shall pass. Um, but like, I was really, I don't know, people were acting like it really affected their lives or something, like. Unless, this wasn't no gone too soon situation, right this is gone gone too soon went out the window about thirty seven years ago because her people last longer than fucking zombies on the walking dead um they talking about Charles now with his yeah, y'all see his hands and his feet that man needs to be somewhere with a, a hose and him sucking fluids out. he next don't get... <laughs> Don't get comfortable, cause his ass walking around. He, you remember when Howie Mandel used to blow up the balloons and put them on his head? Mm-hmm. That's what his fucking hands and feet look like. Hmm. Camilla, I try not. I try not to look at his ass too much, cause his face is just whatever. But yes, you're. Oh Lord, what kind of sausage? Cam- is- Camilla need to be uh, massaging his hands and feet with Epsom salt. And tea tree oil every damn night because that shit got to be uncomfortable. That's more than that ain't just no damn edema. I mean damn. That nigga fixing to die. (laughs) He obviously, okay, well that means, well, he must have some sort of a circulatory or heart issue for his hands to be that damn swole. Goodness gracious me. Woo. He ain't uh, uh, yeah. uh, Will will could stop looking at. Girl Charles, Charles, Prince, Charles, Charles's, hands. Charles's hands. Go to go, girl. Go, yeah, go on, go on on Twitter and just type in King or Prince Charles's hands, and it's gonna be like the second picture you see. Child, y'all know it's I'm on you back. I ain't got nothing but my phone. Girl, you know what? For this right here, just go head on and hop off this call for two seconds. We'll let you back in. But, but I don't want to see, thing. I don't want to see his gross hands. I'll uh, I, 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 describe what? it. On, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> the just because. Because the world needs to see Prince Charles <laughs> and you know you have to type the whole thing in because so many people been looking at this shit that Google's like, you know what? We're going to make this predictive. We already know what y'all looking for. You I looking feel brownies? like I want some cookies or something. I made brownies today. I don't know. I feel like I've, I've been eating pretty healthy considering I've been on this Um, um I had salmon for dinner and uh, orange and I don't even remember what I had for breakfast, but it was healthy. No, it wasn't. It's, that's a damn lie. was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Sam, go look. Okay, okay, so look at the screen. This is from Google. Um, They have images of his hands while he is out here talking to people. I Ooh, swear, that I, one. I thought this oh, yes. was photoshopped, y'all. When they had showed this picture, I said, were they photoshopping um, the man with sausage hands? And then when you see the whole picture, that's him. That is yeah, his hands are swollen. That's him. Girl, more than swollen, girl. That's 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 a mess. That yeah. damn ring ain't coming off. I tell you that. That yeah. shit ain't never coming. They're gonna have to cut that ring will cut his finger off before he pulls it off that signet ring is taking that pinky with how your pinky finger it, why they look like carrots girl you know, I, don't like, I don't know what the hell that is but that's that ain't your boy that's ain't more. this world he ain't long for this world let me see if i can get his feet because they was ta- they got them feet honey they was talking about his feet when he was opening up, up with them people with his shoes off and they were like so many Does
1: people. he have cellulitis?
0: Girl, I don't know. Probably some inbred, because you know his mom and daddy cousins. And they pay uh, the inbreed got to catch up with somebody.
1: Well, if his ass
0: make it, I, I'm sorry. He ain't making it to the he ain't making to the centennial. We ain't gonna be having too many jubilees for his ass. now for, now for Charles, he already 55 mm-hmm. years old. He got he got 30 years left. And they're not going to be a did. good 30 years based on these hands and feet. Hoofs to mouth. Good Lord. William just got to buy his damn time because that is not looking good by any stretch of the imagination. Mercy, mercy. Ooh. People think he's going to abdicate. They don't do that. His mom already told him. Your uncle did this shit and fucked up the line of secession once. We're not doing that over here. So I don't care what you got to do to be ready for this job, Charles. Get your shit together because I'm getting ready to tap out. Um, I mean, well, um, he didn't have his whole life to be ready. I mean, damn, how much on the job training do you need? But you know, they talk about how Charles, um, he don't know how to be, um, he don't know how to be uh, secretive. That's not the right word, but they talk about discreet? how... Be- discreet, discreet. Because he talks about everything, but they were like the queen never let people know anything about what she was thinking or what her person to these To this day, you don't know what her personal thoughts are. Now, mm-hmm. I got a friend that came from over on this side of the water and he said what happens is these monarchs keep diaries and mm-hmm. then after they die. A hundred years after they died, their diaries are released. Because after a hundred years, everybody who's connected is gone. Mm-hmm. So if the earth is still here in a hundred years, them people is going to eat good off of her fucking diary. She probably admitted things that people accused her of. It's a hundred years. She dead now. Who going to care about her killing Princess Diana? Nobody. <laughs> That was 100 years ago, and then we can do about it now, but just sit here and go, oh, well, damn. They used to do that all the time to their enemies. So yeah, this is a whole soap opera in itself, these people over here on the other side of this water. Um, I wish Bow could be as good as what the royal family has been. You know, Camilla's their very own Brooke Logan, because Camilla was fucking- She is the the queen of side chicks. Yeah. Ended up queen console after all that shit. Cause, and she gave all the side chicks hope. City girls out here through a damn party. I ain't mad. That's a come up. I She started, oh. literally started at the bottom, and now she him. Uh, I will say that, oh, before, before you're too far field off of Boulder the Beautiful, something that I would. One of the, the whole scenes that were between Brooke and Hope and Liam One thing, aside from what Sam said about the blocking, where Brooke and Hope are on opposite sides of the room because they're on opposite sides of the issue, and Liam being in the middle, that was a really great point. But also the darker tonage of the wardrobe of the Logan and the Logan adjacent is interesting because you got Brooke in black. You have Hope in that nice um, dark emerald green pantsuit that she had on with like, like a black camisole or something under it. And then you have Liam in his suit, which I think was blue, but a really, really dark blue. Yes, it was very navy. Right. So I was like, so that dark tone, that dark tonage is interesting because the thing is, Brooke. First of all, hope you never see hope in dark stuff. I can tell you to the I can tell you the last time we saw hope in anything that had black in it, it was when she was in a black dress and she went out for a girls' night and she came back after some foolishness went down. That was the last time you saw hope in black because they never put her in that color. This is true, right? And then Brooke, Brooke has been in black the last few days, and now Liam is in dark tones too. So I find that very interesting. Brooke and Liam remind me of um, one of the young adult novels I read back when I was in school. Where basically these people were trying to drive these these people crazy, and or this girl crazy. And one of the ways that they drove them crazy was to basically make them doubt their sanity. It's called and, gaslight. Yeah, gaslight. One of the things that they did was that there was a painting in in the room where this girl stayed okay and it was like a painting of waves uh, on the ocean and what they would do was they would switch the that paint they had more than one painting where the waves were in different positions and they would switch the painting back and forth and make her think that she was seeing something that wasn't there that one night when she went to bed, if she looked at the painting, it would be like, okay, the waves are crashing down on such and such. But then when she woke up in the morning, the waves weren't like that. And if you and if she asked anybody in the house who'd ever been in her room, they would tell her, well, no, that's what it always looked like. Even the other people who stayed there, who'd seen it was like, we've never seen it look any way other than that. And she started doubting her sanity. That's the vibe. That I get from Brooke and Liam when they're dealing with hope. Yes, yes, that's, that's why, why I said it seems sinister. I felt that too, it was really weird. Very creepy, it, yeah. It, it, we, I mean. Granted, yes, I'm always happy for anything that, you know, gives light to the Breum, um agenda and the fact that that is something that could definitely, definitely happen, but I just didn't, it, it gave me, it gave me the X. It really did, because aside from them talking to her like she was a child, they completely discounted anything she said. Oh, yes, well, we realize you've seen yes. Thomas and Douglas, but we haven't seen it. So that just yep. basically means you ain't seen shit because we can't yep. trust your judgment because you can't judge for nothing. It was crazy. And it it was. And And she sat there and it seemed like she sat there and she understood that that's what they were saying. Because she shrank in her seat every time those, I mean, the way Brooks tone, yes, and you have to be vigilant. Now is when you have to be vigilant. And, and, and Brooke's tone was very dark and deep. And, and and she would cut over there and look at Liam because Liam would be in 100% agreement, um, still talking to her like an idiot. And you know, like all slow, like she's, you know, special needs. It really was a scene. Mm-hmm. It was. And it, it and the thing is, it didn't just stop with hope. That's the crazy part. They even discredited Douglas and his little big age. Yep, Douglas doesn't know what he wants, so they could trust Douglas when he was sitting there singing like a bird about Baby Beth being alive. But he wanting to stay at his daddy's house must be because he's being influenced by somebody, right? Mm-hmm. He, can't know. he can't. He can't know what he wants at this age. He can't be making these types of decisions. He's just a kid. Yes.
1: Exactly. But y'all was all
0: on his dick when he was sitting there telling you about uh baby little baby Beth is alive. Yep. Y'all, y'all was ready to make him president of the universe, and he was years younger. He, right. He, he was like five then. He was half the age he is now because this little boy about eight, nine, ten years old now. This ain't mm-hmm. a six. Yep. This is a. I'm going to school, writing in cursive, doing uh uh. Double number multiplication and long division. This little boy looks like he's in third, fourth grade. Exactly. He whooping old people ass at chess too. And playing chess. I mean, come on, Bobby Fisher. Okay. It, it yes. So he's not. So I mean, that 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 too was disturbing. And you caught that part when when Hope was Hope got defensive. Hope got her back up for a few minutes. Where she was telling Brooke, I'm his mother, I'm the res- I'm responsible. Okay, I've I've checked everything out, I've been paying attention. I told his teachers, X, Y, Z, and you have Brooke standing there telling her, as a parent, you have to be diligent. It's like I know that Brooke Logan is not up here preaching to her daughter about how to ensure a child is safe. Are you effing kidding me here? You. Girl, the audacity. Woo! I'm like, your child. I mean, didn't your child almost burn down your living room, girl? That's <coughs> what, um, I keep saying <coughs> that Thomas is going to be a port in Hope Storm because Hope is going to be so frustrated. She's going to be as frustrated with Brooke and Liam as we are. You better believe it. You can see it in her face now. Yes. The way she's looking at Brooke. The only one that she can talk to about it. She can't talk to Steffi about it. because Steffi don't give a damn about it.
1: No. Hey, Sanchez. Hey, how y'all doing? I've been listening. Hey. it's good. But yeah, it's like... I I do have a question. I just want to know from Bubbles because I think I talked to you earlier. I want to know from Bubbles if she thinks they're going to give Brooke a um, a mental health a mental health story because it seemed like the chickadee was completely like the last marble fell today, or is it pure D? We know she hates rich kids. But today she seemed a little bit more, as Ken Ken put it, more caring than usual. She was super caring today. I want to know what bubbles think about it.
0: I do not want them giving Brooke some sort of mental issue, a tumor, early onset, dementia. I don't want her to have none of that to explain why she has been an unbearable cunt for the past six nine months. Three yes. years for the past three years, she has been an unbearable cunt, and I do not use that term lightly. But anytime I want to strangle a bitch on site for the types of things that Brooke has been doing, that's the only way that I can describe them. Um she has gone above and better twat. That's a that's a nicer term. Maybe that's what I will call her. That's that's so <laughs> you know somebody somebody right now clutching their pearls because they said, "Oh my God!" She said, "See you next Tuesday." No, I sorry, if we offended, but yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> no, I didn't say call so. it like we see it. I said, "Yeah." So, um, the twat waffle that is Brooke. I do not yeah. like to have some sort of mental issue. I don't. They could have given her a mental issue without it making it about attacking Thomas over his child and fabricating these stories. Because all that's going to do is make her sympathetic. Now Ridge going to want to be by her side. Now Hope going to feel because she put a mom in her place. And Brooke gets off again and Douglas goes back to the shack and Thomas is back to being relegated to being um, unworthy of taking care of his child. But now Brooke is back mentally stable. And this bitch been crazy since the third episode of the first season. I don't know why she ain't got help before. But no, Lady Sanchez, I'm not buying that. I don't want to see it. If okay. she, if she's crazy. Let them take her ass off to the room like they should have taken her to that room when she was walking around that island with them dolls talking about my babies. My yeah, babies yeah. She ain't never right. had no kind of mental um healing, no kind of mental treatment. All she got was digmatized when she got back off the island. She went and slept and and then oh Brooks back to being fine again. She has been psychotic since day one. Don't know same person, don't know, same person. Get they sister up in the middle of the night talking about driving to the hospital room of people that you don't know because you sit there. And, and 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 stalk these people in their lives. Like somebody mm-hmm. said Brooke just started stalking until the second season. She
1: no, if she you... started the first season immediately. Right.
0: You ain't been watching this show since the beginning. And if you ain't seen it, you can go on Paramount Plus right now. I mean, with...
1: there's laws against the shit Brooke was doing now these mm-hmm. days.
0: She, yes. was, yeah, she was she was um studying, she was studying reading them in them papers every day and yes, she was that turned her own 100% cuz Dave had proposed to her. Storm sat there in that house and told Brooke, "Well, you sure you are going to be happy with Dave because I don't I don't think you're going to be happy just being some cops wife. You have big dreams, Brooke. You're meant to do bigger things. Why don't you just follow your heart and chase your dreams?" Storm is the one that put that shit in her head to start chasing them foresters. After she had that talk with Storm, uh, Storm her, her, her little brother Storm, um, she sat there and read that paper about Caroline falling out at the wedding. And Donna was like, oh, girl, ain't that some shit? I bet you Um, I'd love to be a fly on the wall. And Brooke was like, girl, we can go be the flies and the wall. And she got Donna in that Volkswagen rabbit car to drive her to, where we going, girl? We're going to Memorial. She had Donna drive her to Memorial. She snuck into Caroline's room. Caroline thought she was a damn nurse or a candy striper. She's sitting there talking to her because Caroline is decent people. But now Brooke in there, um, oh, hey, girl, I see you passed out at your wedding. What that Ridge Forrester like. Mm-hmm. I seen him in the lobby with his daddy and his brothers. They fine. She's been stalking them people since the damn fourth ass episode of the first ass season, March 1987. That probably was a Thursday, if they started on Monday. That that Thursday um is when she started stalking them people. You cannot change my mind.
1: Mm-mm. No, you're not wrong. Cause yes, yeah, Brooke, that's, that's, that's exactly what Brooke has been doing all this time. Exactly. You are not wrong, uh, Bubbles, and I want her to, I don't want them to do that, but I just have a strong feeling that's what they're about to do, but I want her, it's time for Brooke to fall. Thomas has been getting drugs since he came back from New York with Douglas after Caroline died. I'm ready for her to take her fall. Yes. Period. I don't want them dragging uh Thomas for it. I don't want them throwing it on Thomas. I want Brooke to fall because she did. It's clear to me. I know people might be speculative about that, but it's clear to me Brooke did. She made the call. Well, you know me. I say either she made the call or she's responsible
0: for the call because she's the one out here perpetrating lies. Right. I well, She is 100% responsible for whatever happened. Even if Thomas is the one who called CPS, she is still responsible because she put that shit in the ether. You put that out there in the air, ma'am. You, you, you manifested that. Because Thomas probably never would have even thought to call no damn CPS on himself if Brooke hadn't put that thought out there in his head. Which proves he ain't right. Still, if that's what he did. But if he didn't, I will accept it if nobody ever finds out. Like, that's a secret Thomas takes to his grave. Like, he never told nobody that Queen, Spike, uh, Brooks juiced that time. Mm-hmm. And just like they ain't told Brooke that Thomas knew that Sheila switched them labels on the bottle. I want this to be another secret that Brooke, I mean, that Ridge and Taylor know <laughs> It's a family secret, and Brooke ain't in on it. That's what I want. I want them to keep that. See, secret. And that's that's the one thing that keeps me side-eyeing it, is because lately, especially in the last few years, we have had these events that had they been revealed, they would have been caused massive problems that never come to nothing. And remember, I said I think I said it last night that Br- I don't think it was in here, I think it was in a spaces that Brad Bell. Back when that with that when that insulting bullshit happened, when Thomas got those pills from Vinny and dropped it in a drink at Steffi's and Liam drunk it Mm -hmm. and they ended up sleeping together and people kept questioning Bell about it, about when that was going to come out. That never came out either. Neither did the fact that Vinny was the one who sent Steffi the damn pills. all of these things. And people were like, well, when are y'all this stuff going to come out? And Brad Bell sat up there and insulted anybody who has any kind of writer sense saying that, oh, well, you know, I just add that stuff. We just put that stuff in for the audience. That doesn't mean it's actually going to be revealed. And I realized that he really meant that because we've had repeated incidences where things, where stuff happens that the audience sees, but it stays a secret on the canvas and nobody else ever hears about it again. But that is a writing device, and and I appreciate that he uses that. Um, He uses it sparingly, so I can appreciate it that he does stuff like that every now and again. Now, if he was doing it all the time, I would be like, "Pump, pump your brakes. But he does it maybe once or twice a year, so I can be down with him using this device where the audience knows this secret, and the characters don't. And the only the time you never find out, I'm good with that. I am, I'm on, the only time I am good with that, and it should only be done sparingly, but the only time I'm ever good with that is if that unknown thing does in fact, change the whole landscape. I mean, the whole audience, everybody need to be held hostage to the fact that oh my F and God, um, all this is happening only because X, Y, and Z, and don't nobody know that. That's the only time it flies for me. That's because a good point. Waiting. Yeah. Right, That because we waiting on it to change, and if it never changed, we just have to live with it. But that's, that's the only is- time it flies, and that's why it needs to be done sparingly. And Brad does it too much for me. See, you make a good point with that, because mm-hmm. nothing really came out of, of spiking Brooks' juice with that vodka, except nope saying, "Mm, I felt a little bit weird today. Um, I'm going to go on over here to this AA meeting because I just feel like I need a drink just out of the blue while she's chugging the orange juice. Nothing. Well, you know what? When you think about it, he set that pot on the back of the stove because when it came around to New Year's Eve, we were all sitting here, like, how the hell she didn't know she was getting drunk when um, last year she was drinking that Juice Queen spiked, and she had a sip of that, and she was immediately thrown under the under the bus. She was immediately feeling that when Queen spiked it, but she just sat here on New Year's Eve with Deacon and drank a whole damn bottle of champagne and had and no didn't know that was the real deal. So I think maybe if we sit and really. Think about it. There's a reason behind it because the only reason I could see behind nothing coming of the spike juice is so that later on we could say that Brooke was really without excuse and she did that because she wanted to. You're not going to tell me that three drops of vodka in the orange juice is going to hit you a harder then you sitting there drinking a whole bottle of, of champagne. That was a hard-ass <laughs> screwdriver. I mean, she took a lot out of that damn bottle and filled it up with vodka. But the, the point still remains, I know vodka has a higher alcohol content than <clears throat> um, wine does. Wine <clears throat> is usually about 14 and hard liquors about 41% if you got the good vodka. So, but still, the point is she should have known on New Year's Eve just like she knew when something was off when Quinn spiked her juice. Mm-hmm. So, for me, that was just making my brain go back in time and "In that bitch knew. She knew. She just <laughs> wanted to do that with Deacon. She knew. Right. So, it's kind of like I haven't given up all hope that this story will play out with something that resembles common damn sense. No. It's just, you know, we, we, just don't, we just don't trust them. And I even tweeted it. I said, we do not trust them. They have gotten us to the point where we know that at any given time they will come up with an excuse to exonerate her and just push all of this to, to the back and make it like, okay, no, she didn't do anything wrong. Poor Brooke. She's the victim. Feel sorry for Brooke. I'm sorry. If people were going to feel sorry for Brooke, they already do feel sorry for Brooke. After 30-some odd years, I have no room, no bandwidth, and no time to feel sorry for Brooke Logan about a damn thing. Yep. They're going to start dressing her back up in her light pale pinks and her whites again um, when they start revealing that Thomas – um uh made the call. It might be six months from now, but I just don't trust it. And and literally, if we get everything that we want out of this storyline going forward, then we know for a fact that we set up for it to explode in two or three months.
1: Yep. Yep.
0: They might <sighs> six months just to give us an extra little um what they call sense of security? They might have six months. They might even let Hope initiate a kiss with Thomas. Just the mindfuckers, as Sam likes to say. Oh, um, yes. But then she'll end up going right back to Liam. To Liam. And forgiving her mama. Um, oh. Because it's all it's going to come back to you. It was all Thomas. None of that would have happened. If it wasn't for Thomas, even though we seeing it happen before the CPS call, but none of it would have happened if it wasn't for Thomas. And they literally gonna say it in the dialogue over and 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 over again. But just like they did with Baby Beth, Thomas, if Thomas had not made that CPS call and pretended to be Brooke, well, Liam would have never slept with Brooke if Thomas had not made that CPS call and blamed it on Brooke. Right. The mm-hmm. would have never married Taylor if uh Thomas wouldn't have made that CPS call and blamed it on Brooke. Exactly. They will suddenly... And, Sam, you laid it out quite flat. They suddenly... Months and months worth of development and story movement are all going to be pegged down. Choices people have made for themselves as independent beings will be pegged down to the fact that Thomas made a phone call to CPS on himself in order to uh, frame Brooke and create division and bridge. And all of a sudden, all these other choices that people made all on their own are going to be his fault. It's the same shit they did with the baby vest story. It's they the same did- thing they always do. Every time Steffi and Liam got together, that's what with the linchpin was. Bill did something. Oh well, I can't. That's not fair to Hope because Bill did that.
1: So, do we really think did did a spoiler come out, or do we just believe that they're gonna? No, we just we're just being pessimistic because it just
0: looks it just looks it dodgy. It just looks dodgy, and we have no. Faith. Yeah, that's a good word. We don't have any faith in the show to just let people be responsible for their own bullshit. And because of that, Mm -hmm. yeah, and because of that, it's making us really, really think hard about how this could go sideways because we know it's it's simple if things just look like it is on the surface. Brooke made the call. She had the opportunity. She had the motive. And the circumstantial evidence supports that she made the call. That's a no-brainer. But this is Bold and the Beautiful. This is the show that drinks Brooke Logan's dirty bath water, as Sam liked to say. So it's just, we're going to know probably by next Friday if it's the case. If it turns out that Brooke made the call, or if on the surface it looks like Brooke made the call, then there's like a 50-50 chance that Thomas was somehow involved. What I'm hoping is that by next Friday... Dollar Bill will rescue us from this hell by saying he was somehow involved or responsible, so that this cloud can move over from the story, and I can actually start to pay attention and feel like, you know, okay, maybe this might actually go a decent way for a change. So for I'm Thomas gonna stick it for Thomas for Thomas's sake, because right there's because the thing is that the the interpersonal dynamics that are going on in the background of this bullshit are interesting because. We talked about it in your spaces, Sanchez, and we just finished. We were talking about it here, too, about how this team up with Brooke and Liam, with Hope on the other side, is is, is not just fascinating, but it's actually concerning. Since so it's getting to the point where I actually feel sorry for her, having to deal with her mother doing her like this and having her husband link up with her mama to basically make her doubt every last judge. A bit of judgment that she has in regards to douglas Mm -hmm. yeah because they don't agree with it i mean you even have their they're sitting here advocating for this to go to the next level and uh, for like well yeah i know we're trying to keep it civil but maybe it's not time it's time to stop doing that and she's sitting over here looking at them like that's the last Thing I want. I don't want this to be a thing, and it up to this point, it hasn't had to be a thing. Because whatever anxieties or or issues she has, it looks like she's worked through it enough to understand. Douglas is where exactly where he wants to be, and I gotta respect that.
1: Regardless, regardless, mm-hmm. even regardless, who calls CPS or not, Douglas has made his uh, mind that that's where he wants to be
0: and
1: hope decided she's not going to even fight Thomas on it.
0: Right, she's going to go over, she's going to spend time, and she's going to be okay with it because Douglas is happy. But now they are using getting to the point where they're trying to get her to not just question Thomas's judgment of uh, and but, his ability, uh, but her own, her ability mm-hmm. to gauge whether Douglas is being taken care of properly. They want hope to believe that only they can judge whether Douglas has been yes. taken care of properly. Yes. And that's what's going to draw Thomas and Hope together. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I'm sorry. Could you imagine living in that oppressive-ass house with those people?
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where,
0: when, where, whenever you have this type of conversation with them, it's your mother in the waffle, and idiot you married telling you how you don't know what the f- you're talking about 24-7. Mm-hmm. I would be... I'd never be home. Although mm-hmm. I'd be divorced and I'd have disowned my mother by then, but besides that, I would never be home.
1: <laughs> right. Cause right.
0: that's just and then Ridge. Mm. Ridge. I'm
1: gonna
0: have I'm gonna have to say you something. Still Ridge. Got audio? Hello. Okay, I thought I lost audio for a second. No, no. no. <laughs> I gotta say something about Ridge today. Is that not Ridge? He did come out the back and, you know, he stood up for Thomas to the CPS agents, et cetera, et cetera. So I appreciated that. What I did not like was that, and what I'm probably not going to like tomorrow, because I know that's part of the spoiler, is I'm not, I don't want to hear no excuses. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm like Taylor on this one. I I don't want to hear no excuses. No excuses for how or why or anything related to Brooke in this entire scenario. Because Brooke and Liam are literally sitting in in Brooke's living room plotting how to basically strip Thomas of having access to his child. That is yeah. what they're working on. Girl, yeah. they're sitting in the living room trying to figure out how to strip Hope. Period. Because she ain't going along with the plan, and they yeah. get her on board. Like they are, <laughs> they struggling right now.
1: Right. Yeah. Now. Hard.
0: Even to the point where Liam literally said, "Blah blah 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 blah." But only you can protect Douglas Hope. Only you. mm mm-hmm. Only you can prevent forest fires. Yep. I mean, I mean, seriously, it's like some, it, it's like, they're trying to brainwash, they're gaslighting her. They're trying to brainwash her into
1: believing what they are saying contrary to what she has seen that's the part that gets me is that that's why why, darling it's to me is just more plausible for Brooke to have called CPS because like basically like Bubbles just said they trying to figure out how they can just strip her of it so they thinking of a way they don't even really need her because they can't count on her you know because basically she's standing (laughs) in the gateway so let's figure out how we can do this to Thomas well we really don't even need Hope's input or how She feel if we can get CPS In there um, We can basically uh, You know throw that on him And that'll be the reason he comes out Regardless of what Hope says so my Next so if it's not Brooke, my next person to go To would be Leo I had a thought guys I have a question
0: hmm. Isn't there a spoiler out That there's a yet a third CPS person yeah, yes, the third CPS person goes to talk to Hope because two CPS well, people talked to Douglas today. Well, the picture that I saw, I'm going to see if I can find the picture on Insta. The picture that I saw, it was either on Insta or or, or you or, told um, us it
1: was on Insta last night. Yeah. uh, darling. The picture that third
0: I saw, place. the guy was standing next to Ridge. Let me see if I can find it. I wanna say that's the same guy that was on today because I looked at him in those pictures. I think that's the same guy and he just comes back by himself, maybe.
1: Oh. They gonna have one with short hair come, right? Let's see. Oh let's see if I could find it.
0: Because I didn't see any spoilers. Um, but I heard that I think I heard on Twitter that there was going to be a third CPS person or I don't know. A, oh, wait a minute. No, that was not a third person. That was another visit. But uh, we don't know if it's the same person or a different person.
1: We'll find it's out supposed that. to be a different person. That's it what we talked about down. last night on the yard because I think Darlin found the picture for us. It's a different CPS guy. So we mm-hmm. so we got two today. So we should have one more coming.
0: And I would imagine, wouldn't one go to talk to Hope?
1: Possibly. Would
0: that makes sense.
1: The or whoever who made the, the phone call, right?
0: And now, what if that, what if we do have a CPS person go to talk to Hope and Brooke and Liam essentially take over? And basically, start giving their
1: view of what's
0: going on. Yeah, oh, Lord. They so let
1: me on Tara's page, uh, darling.
0: <laughs> they bulldoze her all the time. I mean, yeah, that way. I went to the chat. Yeah, it was. It, yeah, it was Tara. Next She's week, Ridge is surprised when a CPS agent shows up to tech to check on Douglas, but it's not the same guy. It's not the same guy as the two people who showed up today. Cause the woman one was that woman and the other one is uh
1: the um the Latino looking guy. Yeah, because he had kind of longer hair. Yeah,
0: the Latino looking guy. Yeah, that's what I was saying. So it is a different guy,
1: but he gonna- it's another guy. Yeah.
0: Okay, so I wonder if any of them gonna talk to Hope. And if he because I can see this really because remember I was saying earlier if just a good visit and it just is over, this leads to it may be looking like Thomas has something to do with it, but if it actually has some consequences, so if there's another CPS, and if, there's, and if this one doesn't go as well as the one today, then we are leaning into territory where probably Brooke did it because, you know, the story wouldn't write it to where Thomas actually got himself in real trouble. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's see, hold on a second I need to see something Because oh, There are three, so this is what I did I went to the comings and goings Okay so, This says, viewers will be in for a Bumpy This was written um, on Friday the 23rd Viewers will be in for a Bumpy Ride next week on the Bold and the Beautiful When things heat up, not only between Brooke and Thomas But between Ridge and his wife as well So Papa Digest is reporting that Daytime alums Chi Lan Lu um, from General Hospital, Nina's ex-assistant, and Steve Richard Harris, One Life to Live Seth, along with newcomer Johnny Rosales have been cast to play roles that will have an impact on the storyline. Hold on now. So what's about to go down between Brooke and her stepson that's previewed in the Bold and Beautiful Spoilers, Brooke and Thomas get into a heated argument, which we can bet has to do with him wanting Douglas to live with him or the fact that he and his sister Stephanie believe their mother is a better fit for their father. Whatever the case, Brooke becomes scared of her safety and her ta- her, or her, later tells Ridge what happened between her and his son. But wait, Brooke takes things a step further and calls in the authorities. Lou and Rosales will turn up as CPS officers on Tuesday, <laughs> September 27th and Wednesday, September 28th. With Harris appearing as fellow CPS officer Walter Barnes on Thursday, September 29th, and Friday, September 30th. Bubbles. Mm. Mm. Rich will, mm. mm. uh, will strongly defend his son, having remembered that Brooke had threatened to call Child Protective Services in the past on Thomas. Once somebody says something like that, you can't get it out of your head, stated Torsten K., Wanting to discuss the situation further, Ridge ends up calling Brooke and asking if there's anything more she wants to add about what happened to which she replies no. Kate explained that one always wants to believe those in love, so when Brooke says no, Ridge chooses to believe her. And you can imagine how Thomas will react to this. Spoilers also reveal that he lashes out at his father for siding with Brooke and having had enough of being emotionally whipped back and forth between his wife and son Ridge calls in a favor in order to get to the bottom of what really went down between Thomas and Brooke until then read why Ridge and Thomas are perfectly set up to turn over new blah 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 y'all Charlie is going to be the one to tell Ridge that Brooke uh, that stepped the- outside
1: and made their call
0: probably what's going to happen since they got cameras everywhere Brooke is acting like Thomas came after her life or some shit. So they gonna he's gonna probably want to see the footage from the house if there's anything on the inside of the house. And he's probably gonna ask Charlie, um, what can he get him from um from the office? Um, and probably the stuff in the office is is rigged for sound. I remember when Thorne, y'all remember when Thorne set Donna up in that office to make it look like she was cheating on Eric and then mm-hmm. That sits on that table, that circular uh, structure. What, what do they call it? the art display thing? That circle thing in the office. He put the microphone on that. Do y'all remember that storyline? I remember, I do. But you know what though, when Brooke went at the office, um, th- Thomas and Ridge was across the hall. So where would he have put a camera if because Brooke don't have an office? No, I'm talking about the office itself is probably already wired for security. You know, this is a fashion office. They've had people come in there and steal their designs before. Well, I know, but what I'm saying is, wasn't Thomas and Ridge in the main office when, um, um, who was it? Liam and Hope were across the hall in the design office? For a time. Brooke left to go do whatever she went to go do and then Ridge left to go play with Thomas. So that's why Brooke and Thomas are unaccounted for because Thomas said I will stay behind. I got to yep. some things up and I'll catch up. We don't know what Thomas did after that. Just that's like right. we don't know what Brooke did, Brooke did right? when she, she left. She got mm-hmm. What that's I'm right. saying is because they are a fashion house and they've had their shit stolen before. Uh, many times it's been in-house thievery, Thorne Forrester, um, maybe the office is already set up with the cameras and the mic is what I'm saying. That office might already be set up for sec- that level of security in case somebody broke into the CEO's office for whatever, because you know they don't do shit in the design room. Everything goes on in the CEO's office. So what yeah. if that security is already set up you know, with sound. A lot of security tapes these days are set up with sound because people that there's an argument you can't hear what's going on. So businesses opt for the, the extra money so they can get the sound. So child- not, not to mention there's always the possibility that they made security update upgrades D and doing the Sheila debacle too. Right. Oh, okay. So, you remember yeah. bubbles. You know how sometimes you say that I'm slow and I'm just not getting it. I still am missing something. I hear that you're saying that the offices are already wired, right? Mm-hmm, right. I get that. But what, what I'm saying is, where do you think Brooke actually made the call? So that's what I'm saying. If Thomas, whatever he did, if he finished doing what he needed to do, Hello. and then Brooke came in the office behind him, because again, everybody uses that office for every damn thing um he could have left and she came in behind him or came in after he left to make that call because like I said at the beginning if she had walked into that office while he was still there we probably would have gotten a scene or right with a flashback scene. but I can't imagine they would have in this heated moment with the arguments that they're having I can't imagine she would walk in on the office with him and be like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know you was here. I'm going back out. No, she would go in and try to bust heads with him and they would show that to us. Um, I, I don't I don't care if the bitch was in the bathroom. They got cameras in the bathroom. Charlie gonna get. It. Um, because Charlie's been getting everybody. Yes. Yeah. And, and it was funny, I didn't believe it yesterday when Lady Sanchez said that um Rich got uh Charlie keeping tabs on Brooke, but he went mm-hmm. today and asked Steffi yep. if she had seen Brooke. Mm-hmm. And
1: you no,
0: know, as far as I'm concerned, this is fucking Brooke Logan free zone. And Charlie said, "Our ten got gotcha. We won't let no. Yeah. I keep her out of the office." And Finn said, won't yeah. keep everybody out for about a good 30 to 45 minutes." Thank,
1: per you. Hour. Thank you, Finn. Put everybody out today. <laughs>
0: and Charlie was like. Why you, y'all don't want to be disturbed? For well, I don't understand. And Steph is looking at him like, dig, if you don't get the fuck out of here, <laughs> yeah. My husband trying to do a little sub sub. Get out. My husband trying to give me the Brooke Logan experience. If you don't <laughs> get out of my office, I'm trying to see what go down when when the when the when the sun is up. If you don't get out of here, sir. <laughs> and the other the other thing that makes me suspect there may be something to that bubbles was the first thing out of Brooke's damn mouth when she got back to her house was about how she was not comfortable about how it wasn't a good idea to talk about this at the office yep she was like because she wants to keep it secretive she don't want nobody overhearing she don't want nobody listening in. She probably privy to some of the security that they have there. She knows that they pulled the security to see Deacon leaving the house. Of course, she's gonna be careful. I wouldn't talk at the office either if I was trying to set somebody up to lose their kid. You talk yep. about that shit in your car in the garage with the radio on.
1: Mm-hmm. But I don't disagree. Um, Thank you for reading that. That cleared up a lot for me. Thank you for reading that. Um, You know, so, I mean, I had a feeling. I mean, I feel like I. I knew it was Brooke, cause I, it was either her or Liam. It was either her or Liam. But when they say Brooke will call the authorities, it has to be CPS, cause she hadn't called it. She didn't call the police on Thomas when she felt like he was threatening her with that knife, which would have been which if you actually felt threatened, why didn't you call the police? So that just that just stamps it for me. I mean, she called the authorities. I mean she called CPS. I mean the authorities meant CPS. Yeah. The, the, so either she did it in the hallway, Sam. She either went stood out in the hallway or either, like a uh, Bubble said, Thomas must have hadn't already left. Also she didn't and and she me, went in there.
0: And Vicky Langer also mentioned maybe the showroom. It's not like they're giving they've been doing fashion shows because wow. she walked out to the showroom. That's right. They never so she the dresser's hey, listen. Uh, can y'all hear me? Yeah, yeah y'all. Sam. Y'all always say, "Yeah, I can hear you." <laughs> um, listen. Um, uh, when Bubbles was reading that article, that, mm-hmm. that Torsten K, K. had—that um, was Torsten K's Soap Opera Digest article—I remember reading it. But how come I completely did not catch until Bubbles was just reading it that the article clearly states that Brooke made the call. It wasn't yeah. questions.
1: Yeah, it does. It, it does. Did y'all just
0: catch that? Pretty I much everything I said that Brooke makes the phone call.
1: Yeah, when she, she read it, I called it. I um, read
0: it before, but I didn't catch it.
1: The, oh, me neither. It says I, this is the deleted. first Brooke time Bates I Bates heard Bates. her read it. I didn't, I don't think I read that before, or I you did. know, at least I don't remember. But tonight is the first time I caught it, which it clearly says Brooke called the authority. <laughs> <Bates out. laughs> I,
0: I read it myself on, so I on, on, on Instagram, but I, I I didn't catch until Bubbles just read it to me that. Brooke took it a step further and made a call.
1: Made to the the call. That's right. Yeah, I, 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 this is the fucking time I, I heard it, Sam. <laughs> I've
0: been telling y'all it can't be Bill. And I know y'all want it to be Bill. Essie and Electra Storm have both put in their bids for Bill, but I done told y'all why it ain't going to be Bill. He's a petty, Bill, he's Loganized, but Bill has never been a petty bitch like that. Um, yeah. Bill, is a, Bill is a low level, he's villainous. He's not a villain, but he's got some villain tendencies. Yes. Uh, and he always tells us about his plans to do things. It's Thank never you. a surprise. We never go, oh my gosh, Bill did that? No, because Bill will tell us and he will plot and plan it, just like we knew that Bill was trying to kill Amber and what would have been his grandchild if, if that baby had to came out anything but black. Um, Bill has those old school villain ways where he's gonna sit behind his desk, rub his hands together, and tell you his whole plot. Now, his key henchman is gone, and he ain't got nobody to tell to no more because he would tell Justin all his little plots, and justin Mm -hmm. would run off and do his dirty work. I don't think it's going to be Bill because Bill is very obvious. Even when he was trying to ruin, ruin Stevie's life, when he was stalking her and doing all that nefarious shit, we knew it was Bill. We didn't have to guess. We knew it was. Bill. This is Brooke. I'm gonna just like I put my money on it being Liam. I'm putting my money on it being Brooke, um, mostly because of the way the spoilers read and the way that I have been interpreting the spoilers. Um... The only thing that's gonna break Ridge's heart is finding out that Brooke lied to him about calling the authorities on Thomas, because it's the one thing he's been begging her not to do, um, and she went ahead and and she's gonna lie to his face about it. Hmm. Her Basically, ass is crazy I too. She is. Been, I think now that it has been that we finally. I think all of us read these things too quickly. You know, yeah. we consume it, and we didn't really marinate on it. Because it clearly says that Brooke made the call. So yeah. it, it clearly <laughs> says Brooke made the call.
1: So Yeah. No
0: Ain't <laughs> no ifs, ands, or buts about this no more. Brooke she made, she made the, the call. call. So Brooke made the call. Thomas is off the fucking hook.
1: We don't have to worry about them dragging our taytide, Sam. So my heart has slowed down a little bit. I'm exactly. happy about this. I can they relax. It's
0: going to be his fault at the end of the day. They're going to still find a way to, to blame it on. If Thomas had never taken Douglas from the house, Brooke never would have had a breakdown. And she uh-huh. never gone through all of those trials. She never would have slept with Liam if Thomas hadn't taken Douglas from the shed. But, you know, ain't nobody going to go for that because Hope is already not going for Brooklyn Limb shit. No, not really. She, and, and that look, that look that she had in her eyes today, she really wasn't with the ships with them on this. No, today, baby girl was like, y'all about two steps away from me blowing the fucking gasket right now. Like, I'm so sick of hearing y'all talk this shit. And I've already said what I've said, and that's what it's going to be. But and that's not Hope's style. What
1: she's going to do instead is turn to Thomas. Mm-hmm. So, darling, you're spoiler, because we were thinking today that Logan versus Logan was today because she did put her foot down today. But I don't think and now that after hearing uh, this article, the whole article that Bubbles just read, I think it's, it's going to be something it. Yeah, I'm thinking it's gonna come up because she's gonna find out that her mama was the one that made the call on CPS against Thomas. So it's gonna be all out wash. So I don't think today was that smaller, right? Or Wait, is it another I, smaller? No, I'm telling you,
0: that's that Logan versus Logan is still coming. This is just a that's
1: still coming. That's right.
0: So listen guys I discussion. I have a question. Uh-huh. I I I, I
1: guess I wasn't paying enough
0: attention. Did Brooke or Liam either one of them mention CPS today? We know Brooke talked about it to Ridge. We know Brooke talked about it to Ridge again on the phone today. We know that Ridge and Thomas talked about it. But have Brooke has not mentioned the three letters CPS to Brooke to Liam or Hope, has she?
1: No. She has not. And when Ridge called her today, she answered their phone baby like, hey, Ridge, what a nice surprise. So,
0: you know, so yeah, we're going to be lying uh, to everybody.
1: She lied to everybody And she was just in full hysterics That's why I was like what in the hell happening with Brooke Because she was in full hysterics uh, Just a moment be- Just right before that call came through Because she was in there arguing with Hope About uh Douglas and Liam So they were going at it And then, then the call came from Ridge And she was hey sweetie How you doing nice surprise Nothing came and then when Ridge Started telling going through the Scenes of what happened Because before he just told Her what happened he was like do you Know Uh we got a visit Today and she really who rich And when he started Telling her what CPS is? is Douglas okay It's time to- I mean She <laughs> like,
0: She'd be surprised that CPS Was called when you Did literally- <laughs> Earlier, that you would call CPS.
1: Mm-hmm. And and you know, nobody
0: else's radar but hers.
1: It was, wrong. it was wrong, that's why I was like Either they finna make her crazy Or she either messed herself up Because don't act surprised when you just know On Monday's episode, you threatened You told Rich to his face You would call CPS on, on his son Then Tuesday, you threatened it You used the word CPS with Liam and Hope So Mondays and Tuesday, we got you doing CPS Today, she didn't mention CPS, but when the call came from Ridge, she acted so damn surprised. What? CPS? What did they do? It's okay. Like, she really, this bitch, y'all. But
0: you know what, depression I got? Is that she was surprised, maybe, that they got there that fast. And I think that. Her hesitation was that she heard how angry he was, and that she decided to back off on confessing that at that moment. And she's going to keep it to herself, and it's going to build and build and build into on a lie, on a lie, on a lie, until it blow, explode in her face.
1: Because I would have thought she would have said, I know what you must be thinking, Rich. Because I just I know what I said uh yesterday because we had two because Tuesday and Wednesday, Tuesday and yesterday and today was the same day. So I can hear her saying, I know what you must be thinking, especially after what I said, but there's just a coincidence. So it's either like you said, Sam, she was surprised that they made it there that quickly or either um they getting ready to uh try to give Brook out. I I mean or either Or you know what it could be the third thing They just gonna let her take her charge And deal with it I mean maybe Bradley about to let Forrester fans Be happy for a minute I know we are we so full of PTSD because of how he normally <laughs> Does us we so shocked, But maybe he actually About to drag Brooke for her Shit for the first time in a Long long time If it's if,
0: if,
1: if.
0: If ifs and buts was candy in oh. We'd all have a Merry Christmas. <laughs> oh.
1: God. We all have cabbage. I mean, I don't want this shit. I mean, because she just read, we know Brooke did it. Okay, we got the call. Brooke will take it a step further and call the authorities. How is she going to explain her way out of this? And how is Thomas going to be her reason to explain her way out of this shit? They done went in there and traumatized that boy. But I enjoyed the scene, though, when he was like, when they was like, are you safe here? Do you like it here? And he was like, well, "Safe? What you mean? <laughs> like it here. I have a
0: question, guys. What? I have a question. Um, that today, when the two CPS agents were at um, Forrester's mansion, did yeah. they make an appointment for another stop by, or no. is that something? Okay. No. So what if both Thomas and Brooke call CPS? What if Brooke calls CPS? No. And what if Thomas calls CPS? And we got two I think it would have
1: been in that spoiler that Sam that Bubbles just wrote. If Thomas they would have said something like Thomas does something low-handed or undercut. No, they just said Brooke takes it a step further and called the authorities. So this just may be a follow-up visit. I don't think Thomas had anything to do with this.
0: Well, that would that would be our wish for thinking. But I'm I'm still looking for the lich pit. It Bell's habit of uh uh you know blaming the Taytots for holding to for uh what is it for trying to come be, for, for trying to tear us apart. It's always tearing someone apart. to, to take, using Douglas to take Ridge away. I Y'all, good, mm-hmm. sounding, sounding crazy. Your well, I, just want me to break up with Ridge so you can have a chance with him. Bitch, that's your husband. Y'all ain't gonna break up and it ain't exactly. gonna be a chance with Taylor and Ridge. They grown as hell. Mm. They either gonna reunite or not. They acting like they in high school. Pretty much or like they're so dating or they're team. engaged or some shit. I will say there's one thing though and then we're gonna wrap it up because it's eight fifty eight. I will say in the whole Thomas did it. um, The only thing that would make that stand for me is the way he was acting with CPS. Like he was going above and beyond and being protective. Like he told the lady to take the knife. Just take it. If If this is going to cause some kind of problem with people thinking that this house isn't safe, just take the pocket knife. I felt like that was a little bit too much because it's a pocket knife. The kitchen is full of Mm -hmm. fucking knives. Um, So he went and got it because they wanted to see it. And then he told the lady to just take it. If if that knife is going to be what causes grief in this household, just take the damn thing away. Just take it. So they kind of got me like, what? But you know, father had already made that decision. He had told Ridge at the office, you know what? That he was going to go, go home and, and kind of, of the house, safe the, ha- the, safe yes, the house. Yes, it kid the house, basically. basically. Yeah, he That's already true. made that decision. That's true. <coughs> but then also, can we stop talking about baby proofing the house like Douglas is is two. He's in the fucking third, fourth, fifth grade. He is the boy knife at dinner himself, if they ever feed him a steak. I know he's cutting the steak himself. Is Hope cutting up the meat for him? No, because they don't eat meat there. Hope and Lynn Oh, don't that's eat right. Meat, they don't so, eat meat. That's yeah. Oh, my God. God. Damn nice. No wonder Brooke was so <laughs> <come up laughs> Yeah, house. but Brooke ass eat meat. You know, but her whole thing was, you know, he shouldn't even be having a knife in the household with them. Right, but they don't <laughs> also. Brooke don't let them come up to the big house, remember? Uh-uh, y'all live down there in the cabin. They ain't coming up to her house to eat
1: Oh yeah, that's right. That's the flowers in the attic. She keeping them held up, mm-hmm. a day and they ain't allowed down stuff the stairs. Yeah. The mm-hmm. siblings. Mm-hmm. No. It's not alive. You can do whatever mm-hmm. you want down
0: there in your little cabin, but you can't come up to the big house. No.
1: Right.
0: Well, and it looked like we hit nine o'clock, ladies. Yes, it is nine. So we're gonna have to wrap it up because we gotta uh all keep out our mind on the space. We don't wanna run out of space and then end up not Thank
1: being able to over.
0: Thank like. you guys for coming out. Um, everybody over there in YouTube, Vicki and Shonda, Miss Queen Libra, SB Rider and Electra Storm. We did not get Louisa today, so I hope that she's okay. She's probably sleeping because it's 2 o'clock in Germany. In Germany. And mm-hmm. I am not blame her. She needs a break because she's been with us. Bless since her. And if she didn't took a couple of days off, then I ain't, I'm a little jealous, but I ain't right. dead at her. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you guys. Tomorrow is Thursday, and so hopefully we'll get a little bit more to go on. Right. Okay. So we'll be here tomorrow to break it down all over again and
1: see what we can see. Yes. Yes. ladies, y'all have a good night. All right. Have a good one. Good night.